Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with the multi-talented vocalist, songwriter, producer, and influencer, Lorana Phipps. She talked about her new 2023 album done with La Funkalicious called Game Changer, and that's exactly what she is. Born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, her drive, focus, and tenacity are relentless and unstoppable forces on the music circuit. She is a one-of-a-kind, cosmically wired entertainer, unafraid to break the rules and push the boundaries of our perception with her deeply rooted musicalities and explosive scat execution this is a great interview enjoy thank you for taking a minute out today before we get into your your new album and, and your life and music i want to know the past three years of covid has been quite tumultuous especially for the world of jazz how did you survive it and how has it changed the way that you do things now so I survived it because um, I was making the record. So it took us two years to make the record. So we went a year of pre-production, rehearsing the band, and all of that. And I had complete tunnel vision. So it was, it, COVID allowed me to make the record. So has it changed the way that you either artistically survived and thrive today or the way you conduct business? Has it changed you at all? Yes, and it, it has changed um, because having all that time, not gigging, not touring or any of that, what, you, what I've been allowed to do is immerse myself in the business of um, entertainment, Spotify and social media and algorithms and you know, so I'm a lot wiser as to how to conduct this business, which is one of the reasons the album is. I mean, the, 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 I believe that it's a it's a really good product, but from a business perspective, I've learned so much as a, and I would not have probably been able to um, deep dive as much as I have been able to because of COVID. You know, now that, you know, things are kind of easing up, live shows are happening, talk to me about what it feels like to have this new album out and kind of how you put it together. Well, it's very exciting, first of all, to to, um, to spend this much time every single day of my life on this project and to have it being received so well, watching people's um, emotions as I hear it and watching the numbers constantly going up and listening, walking into, I walked into a venue the other night and Jazz Kranz was playing. It's, it's so humbling. It's, it's an honor to know that people appreciate and can identify and, and are supportive of my music. So it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's very humbling. You know, because you go, you set out to make a, to do a project, and in your mind you have at this light. In your mind, you have an idea of what you 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 love and feel and are committed to, and you hope that the people like it, but you don't really know, you know, and so to you think they'll like it, you know, but so to actually be witnessing the growth and development. It's like having a child and now it's outside of my womb and I'm watching it grow. I'm nurturing it, but it has taken on a life of its own. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Yeah, it's a wonderful metaphor. Um, Let's dig into your roots a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about growing up and how the seeds of not only 
jazz, but music got into you? <laughs> so, um, I music got into me um, through through my mother's womb and my father's cells. Hold on, just one second. We're sure. going that parking lot. So, so my mother's a musician. My mother's guitarist, um, and uh, my father's musician. Uh, woodwind man, saxophonist, and my family's a jazz family. And that I don't ever remember music being the focus for the day for some reason, whether, you know, no, no matter what it was. Um, I can remember at three years old um, listening to Billie Holiday um, and listening to uh, Mariam Kiba, who was a friend of my mother's, um, when she would come to New Jersey, uh, they, she, they, my mother entertained her. And, and this music has always, always been just a huge portion of my life. Talk to me a little bit about the very first live jazz show you saw that either blew you away or inspired you. The very first live jazz show? The very first live jazz show I saw would have been um, surrounded around uh, Queen of Angels, Our Lady Queen of Angels in Newark, which is the um, black um, Catholic church, which my mother was a a member, a founding member of. Um, And there were, there was, Queen of Angels was known for its artistic um, influence in the community. So there was always some type of jazz, some type of show. But then, um, uh, so so I remember um, it, it was surrounded, uh, it was surrounding, I think, some type of communion um, event that was happening. And there was a band, and Emery Tenley, who became my mentor, was the pianist, and there was horn players and different things. And I, I was um, stricken by it. Just I, I knew it was what I wanted, but it wasn't strange to me because it was all I. It, it, it was like when you walk in the dining room and there's a beautifully set table. But if you're always used to a beautifully set table. It's nice, but it's what you're used to. And so I was, you know, coming up with musicians. It's just what you're used to. Um, but one one of one of the shows we went to see um, the Wiz in New York, and that was a defining moment for me. But even more than seeing the Wiz, I was taken to see. Lady Sings the Blues, and the the character, um, Diana Ross reminded me very much of my mother, and her character, Billie Holiday, I, it was like I could, I was, I could relate to the lifestyle, the, at a little, at, at the age of six, at the age of seven. I could relate to the struggle with um, music 
and 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 drugs and fashion because I had always seen it. It was it it registered with me. And I was like six or seven. So you've been at this music game for a while. I'm curious, what do you like the best about it? You know, there's so many angles and aspects that go into it. What is it that you look forward to the most? What I look forward to the most is um, having having an idea and taking that idea from my head into a reality. It's a process. So it can start with a lyric. It can start with a melody. It can start with a conversation that I've had with somebody that struck me, that 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 um, inspired me, and being able to take whatever that feeling was and turn it into a song and get other people involved with it and get them excited about it, you know, like um, Daddy's Back when I did um, when I wrote Daddy's Back. Daddy's Back is is really about a lot of different situations that um, I've faced and to, to bring that, to write the lyric and then to bring the musicians and to have them have their input and then to listen to the final product to share who I am. Because my, my music is, is me. If you want to know who I am, then you listen to my music and you will get a total picture. But you got to listen to all of it because it, it, I talk about various aspects of me or my life or my thinking, you know. So it's it for me, um, creating it and then presented it, presenting it and then performing it and having people when I'm on stage and I'm able to perform and have people understand what I'm feeling or have look at a person while I'm performing and touch their life and you know something I've said, a phrase that I've turned, a scat, a note, you know, the way you hold it, the way there's pain in it or joy and they can identify with that. There's just nothing, that connection, there's nothing like that. Absolutely. So why do you love jazz? Um, I love jazz because... um. It's daring. It's frightening. It's you know the, the the if 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 I were to sing a piece of R and B, get up and sing you know some R and B or you know something like I I can put myself into it. But you know I'm going through the melody. I'm going through the lyrics, and I might you know turn the phrase in a different way. But with jazz, to to even approach it, first of all. I get to apply everything that I've studied my entire life. It's a skill. You know, you you just can't start, you just can't get up and sing a jazz song and think that you're singing jazz because it's a jazz song. You have to apply the formula, the methods, the tried and tested attributes of jazz. And then you get to throw all of that away and jump off the cliff. And Sunrise said, um, you know, play what you don't know. Sing what you don't know, but be swinging on your instrument. And and that's what jazz is. It's like 
exploring aspects of a song from a different perspective, but but also having a conversation with the other musicians and going in a direction that you didn't think about before you did it because it's jazz jazz it's about thinking and the thinking of jazz comes in when you are applying the theory but when you're actually singing or scatting you're not applying the theory so much from a from a perspective of thinking you are improvising and that is it's it's you're using every aspect of your body your mind your soul your your experiences, you know, and your theory and all of that, you know, and then staying in sync with other folk. So it's um, it's exhilarating. It's like jazz for me is like a, 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 an amazing man, intriguing, well-dressed, and you are meeting him and the two of you are walking together having this conversation. It's sexy. It's romantic. It's you know you it's guarded in a way you know you want to be on your best behavior but it but it you, you giving you giving it all you got you know what I mean in that moment so that's that's what jazz is to me I like that description that's wonderful so let's Thank get you. to the essence yeah let's get to the essence of you to your core everyone out there has a perception of you your family your friends your fans but ultimately you live your life you're in control. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think that I am a futuristic old soul. <laughs> um, I think that I am. I think that I am very adventurous. Um, I think that I think that I'm very um, mysterious on purpose. Uh, I I I am very very loving, but I don't take any. BS, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I like, I, I like the truth, and sometimes the truth for me is a bit ugly, but I, I prefer that, and I think that I'm true to that with people that I'm always around, and sometimes folks don't like that about me. I, you know, I, I'm an Aries, and I, I fit the description of an Aries, totally and completely. Um, and, uh, but I have evolved, you know, and I've evolved on purpose. I, I wanted to live, you know, being, being, being a child of jazz, there's a bit of chaos in there. Cause that, you know, jazz, as folks like to say, is the devil's music. It is not, you know, um, tap music comes from creation. It, the, it, so it, it's a blessing, but how we choose to um how we choose to live our lives within a particular profession, you know, tells a lot. And with with jazz, there's party, there's this, there's there's drugs, there's all of that. And I, I and I'd like you to know of all of the things that I've seen in my life, I've never smoked weed. Never had to. My father said said it best once. He said to me, he said, um a wise man um, learns from other people's experiences. He said, a foolish man learns from his own. 
And my, he used to say things like that to me when we would get together because I, I wasn't raised with my father. When I got older, I spent a lot of time with my father, and he he poured all of himself and his music into me, um, as did others. But I learned by looking at my environment that although this is where I, what is around me, this is not what I want. But I want to be able to take those things that are, you, you got to go into the den with the lions if you're dealing with jazz. And, you know, and you got to be cautious to get that music. That music is in the den with the lion. Um, and the lion is ferocious. But there's a way to go in there and um, be wise and respectful. And that's how I approached going after this music. You know, I'm wise and respectful, but I understand that is a lion. And uh, every now and then the lion would roar. And there are times when I roared back, but I am, I'm not foolish. I know it's a lion. So I always stayed away from um, the drugs and the sex and the parties, too. I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I've never really been into any of that. I've gone when I've needed to go, and I'm always the first to leave because I'm just, I'm just not about the, the foolishness. I, I believe that the music that I have to offer the the Lorana Fix that y'all love, I, I don't I don't have to sell any part of me. I have to sell you my voice and my and 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 and, and everything that's around. But I don't have to sell my soul for this music. And I I, I stand on that. It's corny, but I stand on it. This has been wonderful. Thank you for opening up. Thanks for talking about the new album and your life's music. It was very very eloquent and very uh, very visual, so I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for, for taking the time, and I appreciate you having an interest in the record. Thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and singers in New Jersey, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Lorana for time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, visit Neon Jazz Interviews at either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.